0: Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan.
1: And I'm Taylor. We were MIA for a week. No one asked, but we were. And now (laughs) we're back. (laughs) And I know I say this every week, but I am very and genuinely excited to talk to Jordan about what we watched what was that? What we watched? It was fun. <laughs> um, we Taylor's are, taking
0: voice lessons in her quarantine.
1: Yes, I am. Times. And I need to practice during every interaction I have <laughs> with another human being. <laughs> they are rare and far between. <laughs> we watched uh, the new Netflix. Uh, original Babysitters Club series. I don't. It's kind of weird. Is that an original? I mean, it's by Netflix, but it's technically not an original.
0: Yeah. Know? I mean, it is because it's like a new adaptation. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: True. And then we also watched the movie Palm Springs, which I keep catching myself saying Spring Break. Just know I am referring to Palm Springs if I say that later on. Because we were um, off air <laughs> for a week, we <laughs> kind of have a lot of news. Um, first up, some things were renewed. Um, two of the shows that were renewed that I was excited about are Rami for a third season. Love it. What what's gonna happen I don't know but I hope Rami figures it out
0: I'm nervous but I can't wait to watch it
1: um the second show that was renewed for its fourth and final season was is Ozark and I'm just really happy about it I think I think it's time I think it'll be good the way they left off season three um kind of left me feeling like okay i think it only needs one more season to wrap it up so i think it'll be good
0: i i bookmarked a couple shows too that got renewed for another season
1: did
0: you? i did um one is never have i ever which couldn't be happier I about mean, that uh, it yeah. was no question in anyone's mind and the other one is the great which like even I have though no idea. I mean I'm so happy to be the one to tell you the good news. Seriously, thank you. <laughs> um like we're even though we were both pretty meh lukewarmish on The Great, I I'm excited to watch a season two. I feel like um they could tighten some things up. Any uh weaknesses they could hopefully maybe kind of improve on it for season two. Um, I wouldn't mind spending more time with some of those characters. Um, so yeah, basically, even though I, I gave it kind of a bad review, we both did. I I will watch season two.
1: So will I. I got to do it for my girl, Elle. And also Nic- Nicholas Holt was really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like there were really good people in it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch season two. Give it another try. Yeah. Um, speaking of Elle. It's very very relevant to our our episode today. Did you know that she reads all the all the Babysitters Club books that they have on Audible?
1: Yes, I do. I saw that.
0: I think that is the cutest thing in the world.
1: It's adorable.
0: Cause yeah, we'll we'll get more into it. Obviously,
1: it yes we, we, it. Yes, we will. <laughs> this is the name of the episode.
0: <laughs> We're talking about the it. The one
1: where we get into it.
0: <laughs> it. Makes it sound like we have like a huge all out fight <laughs> over the babysitter's club. Quick fight. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um this one's not really a renewal, but John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch, they're gonna have two new installments of it on Comedy Central. Which so, is interesting.
0: Yeah, it's so weird.
1: But I'm happy about it. I freaking love that.
0: Yeah. And there's just, who even knows what direction it'll take?
1: I really hope they bring on Mr. Music Man. That's all I got to say.
0: I mean, kind of stole the show.
1: Yeah. A perfect ending. They have
0: to. I'm excited. Uh, Taylor, did you ever watch Clone High on MTV?
1: No, I didn't. But I just looked it up, and it looks very familiar. Pro- it's probably a show I like would try to watch when my parents were out of ta- out of the house or something. Yeah, um, being like a little rebellious.
0: Yeah, it was like a late night cartoon. Um, but anyway, um, if you've never heard of Clone High, it was on MTV in like the early 2000s, and it was about historical figures being teenagers in the same high school all together. <laughs> And it was from Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who now are most famous for, like, the Lego movie and Into the Spider-Verse. Both very great. And MTV is reviving it with some new episodes with them in charge, and I'm really, really excited.
1: That'll be great. And looking at the cast of, like, who did the voice acting, it looks like a show that was, like, made for you.
0: I know! It is, like, almost creepy, but it's like did this help form the things i like be or did or do i love it now and it's just a coincidence who knows good question who knows it's hard to tell yeah
1: um also pen 15 released a little trailer for their second season and it's going to be back on september 18th which cannot come soon enough. I'm very excited. The trailer was really funny, and I really loved that show.
0: It's what we need right now.
1: It's what we need. It's what we deserve.
0: Um, my next thing is kind of a follow-up to a previous news item. Um, Taylor, did you hear where Mad Men is going to be streaming?
1: <gasps> oh my gosh, no. And I was actually wondering about that while i was driving yesterday and i was like oh i need to google if they've announced that and didn't so please drum roll let's hear it
0: it is going to be on amazon
1: wow wow i love it
0: yeah
1: i love watching things on amazon because it has that cool i know i've talked about this before but it has that imdb feature and with Mad Men, I feel like there are a lot of fun little cameos of people, so that'll be fun to watch on on Amazon.
0: Couldn't agree more, and it kind of feels like a good fit with like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel a little bit. Yeah, like that kind of old school feel. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you're welcome, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, for comparing you in any way to Mad Men.
1: Well, and it makes sense because um, uh, that one show, The Romanoffs
0: was on Amazon yes and isn't isn't John Slattery also in Modern Modern Love
1: Love. yes he
0: is like the new um like who's the most commonly used person in Netflix shows would you say good
1: question I feel like there's gotta be one
0: whoever that is it's John Slattery on Prime (laughs) why can't I think of like one person (laughs) Wait, um, no, I lost it. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be someone from like Maniac or something, but I was like, Emma Stone has not stepped foot in Netflix since then. <laughs> um, maybe like Laverne Cox. She yeah, has that's a good one. She has two things. There's got to be someone that has like four Netflix. There's, yeah, there's appearances be, like
1: four. <sighs> An overlap of like four.
0: I don't know why this is so hard to think of, but um it is. But yes. what a fun game for our listeners to maybe yeah, send us suggestions. If
1: you, if you have any, <laughs> please send them our way. This is gonna probably drive me crazy.
0: I know. Well, we'll think about that. That'll be like a brain teaser for ourselves, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, also it's interesting because um They are now going to put a warning before the episodes where there's blackface.
1: Yeah, I saw that they, I had read that they were not going to remove those episodes. Um, And I, I saw like a response of like, as to why it was something like, we want to portray how it really was back then and like kind of show that it wasn't, it's not okay. Is that how you understood
0: it? Yes. I because I actually think it's interesting and I agree with the decision because there's other shows. For example, um Scrubs. On Scrubs, there's some episodes where they have and it is very it's it's very stupid of them, especially watching it now, like even just twenty years later. But like where sometimes they'll have Zach Braff dressed up as Donald Faison and like they put him in like full black makeup, which is very stupid. Yeah, um stupid. and in that case, it's like you're dressing this. In this one, it's historically accurate that like John Slattery's character is literally doing like old timey offensive blackface mm-hmm. that they did back in not, like even before the 20th century. But I I feel like there's a difference in in the in a lot of the modern shows that do that. Like 30 Rock also removed some episodes where they have people dressing up as people that are other races, and it's like kind of this the modern take on blackface that I think a lot of people don't even see as blackface. And so it's like, let's just remove that entirely and not encourage people to do that. Whereas this one feels more isolated and in the way that people don't, people, it's like, I feel like it's easy for people now to see like, that's blackface, the Mad Men version. And then maybe if they see like the 30 Rocker Scrubs version and be like, oh, that's not blackface. That's just a costume. It's like, no, it's actually the same thing exactly
1: okay last the the last thing i have i'm hoping you read a little bit more into it but maybe you didn't
0: okay Um, (laughs) maybe
1: you did (laughs) is that they canceled chilling adventures of sabrina
0: i did see that but i didn't really read much about it because is there more is there like have you heard anything like is there any drama I I just was like, oh, I guess it's uh, over.
1: Yeah. Well, I was just surprised like that it's actually getting canceled and it's not just like this is our fourth and final season type of thing. Like the fact that it actually yeah. was canceled is pretty shocking to me. That is interesting. I guess
0: I didn't I I didn't really read anything about it at all. So, are they they're canceling it where it is now? They're not getting an additional season?
1: I think they have one more season that they maybe had already filmed.
0: Oh. Huh. Yeah,
1: because they did like very heavy
0: promotion of the last season.
1: Mm -hmm. And I tried to read a little bit about it, but kind of got sidetracked in the article because it was just talking about how the creator had kind of a bad week because um, the Kate Kate Katie Keane, Kat Keen. Oh, um, Lucy Hale's that, show? Lucy Hale's show that was also a Riverdale universe show was also canceled after one season. Dang. So it's kind of like both of those shows were canceled in the same week.
0: Wow, that is sad.
1: So Riverdale's the only hope, and even that is not going too hot.
0: <sighs> wow. That is a bummer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, it's a bummer and I don't even I mean like I have not kept up with Sabrina at all. Me neither. But still very interesting. Um I have one last thing. Uh did you watch the trailer for An American Pickle starring Seth Rogen? Oh my gosh, there's a trailer? Yes, there is a trailer. And Seth Rogen is playing dual roles. He plays the ancestor and like the the, his modern descendant who, like, finds him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> uh, Shiv from Succession plays his, like, wife from the olden days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the trailer was really good. You should watch it.
1: Okay, I'm going to.
0: And that's gonna be, I forgot that it's, um, an HBO Max thing.
1: Yes. When is it released? A- August 6th! That is so soon. Wow. That is very soon. Wow. Um. Okay. For our top three, we're going to roll with the babysitter's club theme and discuss the top three items we would have. Okay. Did you do it as if you were being babysat, the top three items you would want your babysitter to bring in her babysitting kit?
0: Yes. Okay, great. And yes, and it's called a kid kit.
1: A kid kit. What would you want in your kid kit? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay.
0: So I decided to break it up into like one snack, one craft to do, and one movie that my babysitter would bring me. Okay. So for my snack, um, and I was... I was thinking about like what did I like as a kid but also what do I want now and I went with hot Cheetos which I didn't really eat until I was older than being babysat but they're delicious and I was craving them at the time of <laughs> making this list <laughs> so I picked hot Cheetos um, for my craft I picked perler beads love um, perler beads they're so fun it's the kinds of little tiny beads that you put on a pegboard in a shape whatever shape you want And then you iron it and then you have it forever. Um, and they're super fun and you can make coasters out of them. And that's kind of the only thing you can make. (laughs) Um, but they're really, really fun and amazing. And for my movie, I picked Miss Congeniality because that is a movie.
1: PG 13. Yeah. It's
0: like something kind of like, oh, like your cool babysitter will let you watch a PG 13 movie. And, um, I was obsessed with that movie when I was uh, about like 12 or 13 um, and still love it. So, yeah, that's what's in my kid kit.
1: I love it. Sounds like a fun night. Thank you. Um, okay, in my kid kit, my current obsession when it comes to snacks are... uh. There are two kinds of Haribo gummies that are I'm very hooked on right now. Um, One are the watermelons, and the second are the Smurfs and Sour Smurfs. Oh my gosh, they're amazing! I accidentally ordered. I ordered them on Amazon after hearing that they were really great. Um. I spent $12 on it. I thought it was going to be four bags. Ended up being 12 bags. So I had a lot of them.
0: <laughs> you have like a whole store. <laughs> yes. That's amazing.
1: But they're amazing, so it was worth it. Wow. And just a tip for anyone else. Go get them on Amazon. It's a dollar a bag. It's so cheap.
0: That is insanely cheap.
1: So that would be my snack. One of those. Um, my, my craft... I think i would want to do slime classic me love slime brilliant um and for my movie i think it was mentioned earlier actually um spider-man into the spider-verse i feel like it is a great uh it's pleasing for all ages and i feel like i could watch that a million times and never get sick of it so it's for me, it's for the babysitter, it's for all.
0: It's so perfect. For any even like your little siblings love would love it. Um and yes, we did mention it earlier, so you're right.
1: Oh good. Okay, I love being right.
0: Um yeah, that is an amazing kid kit. Thank you. I would be happy if my babysitter brought me that one too.
1: Yeah, I think I'd be happy with both of ours. Cool babysitters. Very, very cool. Um, all right, Babysitters club on Netflix. I want to give it an intro? You know more about Babysitters club than I do. Uh, I I remember watching the TV series and I think I had it on like VHS or something. the and like I the movie it, No, the TV series. Oh, it was originally on like HBO. And then they also aired it on, like, Nickelodeon and Disney Channel. I had to look this up because I could not remember what it was that I had watched. And I confirmed that that was true. (laughs)
0: Wow. That's so cool. I don't even remember there being, like, TV shows on VHS, really. Except for, like... Like Barney or something. <laughs>
1: I know. I I was trying. I really should have. Like, I feel like it's still at my parents somewhere, and I could remember what the cover looked like. Anyway, yeah, I found it, and I didn't find it at my parents' house. I found it online to confirm that it was a real thing. <laughs> anyway, I didn't. I don't think I. I think I read maybe a book or two, but I wasn't like hardcore Babysitters Club. But I think that you were. Am I wrong?
0: No, you're very correct. Um, I was very, very hardcore Babysitter's Club book fan, which is funny because, like, we didn't have cable for a little bit. And so I didn't really watch the TV show that much. So it's kind of good that we can, like, kind of fill in the blanks. or Like, we were both coming at it with, like, Babysitter's Club stuff, but d- very, like, still different, which is kind of yeah. fun. Um, Yeah, I was obsessed with Babysitter's Club. In fourth grade, you remember like book orders, how they would have those like on the back page, they'd have those like kind of fan club kits. Oh, yeah, like box set stuff. And they had like a box set with like a journal and stickers and all this cool stuff for the baby, like the first five Babysitters Club books or something. And I was so excited to get that. And I was, I was addicted. I read there, I mean, there's like over a hundred Babysitters Club books. It's so Mm -hmm. crazy
1: crazy
0: but yeah i was obsessed i loved them so much
1: so did it live up did the show live up to your love of the books
0: yes it really did i really loved watching this um i think because remember when we kind of first talked about it um a few episodes ago i was kind of skeptical that it would be like enjoyable for adults mm-hmm Um, but for me, I, I think I was looking at IMDb to like see how many episodes there were. And I saw that every episode is literally the name of like the first 10 books. And first that just made me like, so, so happy. Um, and so I was excited to start it and I feel like they did a really good job of sticking, like staying very true to the books while still making it feel like it didn't feel out of like it felt very modern
1: yeah I was impressed by how modern it felt
0: yeah it was like seamless and like even um yeah just like little little details that I was like oh my gosh like I I feel it's so crazy that it's I remember that little detail from the books but like they either translated it into like a modern version or it was the same like I just feel like it felt very natural and was really good I loved it
1: yeah, I thought that it was just really, uh, it was for all ages. I don't know. I just felt like they did a really great job of, um, I feel like I'm just repeating everything you just said, but like modernizing it while also making the girls like funny and, but like true to their ages, which I think a lot of shows have a hard time doing. Um, there were a couple things I would say that made, I was like. Wow, you're really not even thirteen and that's happening, but for the most part, <laughs> I think they did a great job of like making them feel like they were that age. And um yeah, I thought it was really fun. I liked watching it a lot.
0: I think part of why it was still like fun to watch as an adult is that the adults were fun too.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Like I I feel like usually in a show where the kids are the main characters, I'm really bored by if when they get like bring the parents in and the parents have their own storylines and stuff. Like even on teen shows I'm kinda like, okay, I don't care. But in this, like I felt like the adults were all very like well cast. Like it's people that you recognize from other things. Like I forgot that Alicia Silverstone was even gonna be in it.
1: I didn't too until they first showed her and I was just like, Oh, I haven't seen her in so long. And she did a great job. She was really good. I feel like each of the
0: parents felt like their own realized characters. Um, Even though you obviously don't see them as much as you do the girls. But they felt like individual characters. They weren't just kind of like anonymous parent. And um, it just, it it added this whole other layer to it that made it kind of feel like you're seeing like real characters.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, i totally agree with that and i also something else i loved i know we've already talked about how they like modernized it but they talk about a lot of things that i don't think a lot of teen shows really talk about like they had and it wasn't even a whole entire plot line even though i think it totally could have but like they talk about their periods a little bit and even just that i thought was really fascinating and funny and i was like i don't know if i ever saw a show where they really talked about this
0: yes and it's it's in such a relatable way because it's like they bring it up briefly at the beginning of the episode where one of the girls is like like what's feminine product supposed to mean haha ha. and they're like and the other girls who all had gotten their periods were like oh it means like pads and tampons and then she feels like embarrassed that she can't relate you know and i was like that is just like so such a relatable thing It's just, like, part of being, like, a little girl that you don't really think about that much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, like, it really, it could have been its own whole episode, but it's just, like, part of life.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and I even thought it was cute that, like, they felt comfortable talking to about it to each other. Because when I was younger, I totally wasn't even comfortable talking to my girlfriends, like, about it. And so I just kind of like that they, like, normalized that. So hopefully, like teens watching it now will like think that that's normal
0: totally i think that was one thing that i really liked about it too was that um it's like they they do cover a lot of like big bigger issues in the show but a lot of the other like lessons that are learned too are little simple things like apologizing and kind of yeah like owning up to you made a mistake kind of things like like kind of Kind of fundamental social things that I think are good for like really young kids to see.
1: Totally. Something I really enjoyed was this is like a pretty specific thing, but I just thought it was really funny. Um, at, toward the last two episodes when the, they're at uh camp, a lot of the um other characters that are at this camp. I felt like so many of them had red hair and were always wearing like green shirts and they just so many of the characters looked like Lindsay Lohan in The Parent Trap when she's <laughs> at camp.
0: It was like is this filmed at the same camp?
1: It really seemed like it and it was just really funny. Okay, so who did you most uh which girl do you relate to the most? And did it change from when you were a child to now?
0: Um, for me, when I was a kid, Um, because I thought about this, I thought about this a lot as a kid, and then it was all coming back to me as an adult. Um, and I was reading the books, and now I did relate the most to Christy, partly because she has kind of, even though she's not the oldest child, she has, like, she kind of plays the oldest child, like, bossy role in her friends. Um, but what I related to her the most because I felt like, um she she's like a little tomboyish you know like she's not as feminine as like Stacy um she puts her foot in her mouth a lot she's like kind of bossy especially at home and um she especially later on in the books I really related to her because she was like she would like boys but she would be like really mean to the ones that she liked the most (laughs) She loves baseball. I always related to her, but I also related to Marianne because just because I was almost like a Shire Christie, I think.
1: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I don't, I don't know if that has really changed. I still, one thing that did change was that I don't, I didn't really like Dawn in the books, but I loved her in the show.
1: I'm obsessed with Dawn.
0: She, she might be my favorite be of her. She yeah. was so fun and so cool, and I loved her.
1: Yeah, I loved her. I love that actress. I hope I see her in a hundred other things. I thought she was great.
0: She was amazing. Okay, well, who do you, which babysitter do you relate to the most?
1: You know, when I I could not remember when I was younger. Everything was kind of blurry, but the person I did remember the most was Claudia, and I think it was because I have liked her the most and felt like we were the most similar. Watching it back now, I'm like, did I just like to think that I was like that because she's really cool and, like, artsy? I don't really know. I don't know, because I... I also would probably say I'm a little bit more of a Christie because I think I'm a lot more controlling than Claudia was. <laughs> um, I can totally.
0: Less, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, in a lot less ballsy than Claudia as well.
0: Well, I mean, Christie's ballsy in her own way. I I can totally see you as a mix of Christie and Claudia, though, because you are very creative, um, and like. I don't know. I feel like I was like, oh, yeah, like, you have great style. I would say you have Claudia in you for sure.
1: Well, that's really nice because watching it, was just like, wow, Claudia is the coolest person that's ever walked this planet.
0: She's you know, amazing. I just want to be her. I felt like I, I uh, even when I was a kid, like, Claudia is kind of unattainably cool. Mm-hmm. But I did relate to her in a little bit because, like, I she loves, like, treats and junk food. Yes, and that's it. <laughs> that's I like to point. think I'm a little like a smidge creative, like Claudia, but not. like She is like a full like, uh, left brain artsy. Like she's amazing.
1: Yeah, I loved her. She's and perfect. I the actress that played her too.
0: She was like the cutest thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, they were all great.
0: Um, I literally never could relate to Stacy. Probably the least show Netflix. Dawn really changed my tune on Dawn. Because she was the she was probably the best one, mm-hmm. she was so fun, but um, Stacy for me i i could just she was like always so perfect and pretty and like confident around boys and stuff, and so when I was reading the books, I was like, this girl seems like the coolest high schooler I've ever heard of, you know, so I could never relate to her at the time. I feel like that's what makes babysitters Club great though is that there's a lot of different personalities, so like any like if you're watching the show or reading the books like there's someone for any kind of preteen to relate to which is really fun
1: totally yeah i just really liked it and i hope other people watch it
0: yeah i do too i feel like i i've heard a lot of people watching it i hope people keep loving it and it's so quick to watch it it really flies by oh
1: yeah very fast We love that.
0: Love it. Love things to be short.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, the other thing we watched was Palm Springs. It was a Sundance movie that I was very close to seeing at Sundance, but barely didn't make it in. And um, I just remember everyone coming out of it, raving about it. And the biggest thing I had read was try to go in as blind as possible. And I think that that is a good idea. So it's hard to really even talk about this without giving any spoilers.
0: Yeah, it's really hard, but I totally agree with you and with what all those wise people have said. Um, Because I went in knowing a little too much and I wish that it, I hadn't. I'm jealous that Taylor said she didn't know part of something about it. And I'm really jealous of her because I think that would have been a really fun uh, experience. Even though I will say I still loved the movie, um, but it would have added a whole other element to it.
1: Element, yeah. I... Absolutely loved the movie. I think it is so perfect. Like, it's a perfect quarantine movie, especially. It's, like, perfect for this time in our lives. Yes. Um, all of the people in it are perfect. Um, Andy Samberg, perfect. Kristen uh, Milioti was brilliant. I loved her. Um, Agreed. Peter Gallagher was in it. Love him and his eyebrows. Um, our favorite girl, Meredith Hagner. Also brilliant.
0: She was amazing.
1: Like, um, and the last person I have to know is um, Riverdale's very own Camila, um, Camila Mendez. I almost tried to like say Camila Cabello. Camila <laughs> Mendez. And also love her a great cast.
0: Oh yeah. It's It's an all-star team of people that I would love to hang out with. Mhm. Um Oh, also don't forget JK Simmons and June Squibb. Oh did, yeah,
1: sorry. Did, you,
0: did, did you ever I forget? Did you ever see um Nebraska that movie? No, I did not. Um June Squibb's in that the old lady. <laughs> And who doesn't love June Squibb? Who doesn't love June Squibb? Um, yeah, I would give this movie four out of four stars. Um, It was funny and also made me feel emotions.
1: Yeah, like, that's what I really liked about it is that it was lighthearted enough that it was, like, something that was easy to watch during this, like, not so, like, kind of depressing time in most people's lives um but also still like was lighthearted enough like i mean was like still had like deep feelings that like i te- i like teared up at some parts
0: yeah it was it was very good um
1: it's on hulu i don't know if that was ever mentioned oh yeah we never said that it's streaming on we're hulu we talking about it it yes. was just added
0: um it's hard to i i don't want to spoil anything no. Um, just go watch it. But yeah. You'll love Sorry
1: it. Sorry if I ended that up too abruptly and you were going to say something.
0: <laughs> no, I wasn't.
1: <laughs> also, Connor O'Malley. Ah! <laughs> He's been yes! showing up in everything.
0: He is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he was so funny in it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just... I can't... There, I like there's even I feel like it's been a while since I've seen like a new comedy that had like really great jokes in it
1: mm-hmm, too agree.
0: and this one was very very funny and um, not just in a little like huh way I was like laughing no, at a laughing lot of jokes out loud. yes yeah.
1: and I'm not a big loler yeah well I mean I know that my crush of the week is Andy Samberg. I don't know about you, but he was so cute in it. And I feel like, I mean, I've always thought he's attractive, but like this kind of really sealed the deal for me. Mm-hmm. And now I really think I should maybe watch Brooklyn nine, nine. I think I've said that before, but this might be the real deal.
0: Um, yeah. He also looks amazing at Brooklyn nine, nine. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, he was adorable and um yeah, I keep almost giving it away. Um but anyway, yeah, it's he's really, really hot. If you if you have any level of crush on Andy Samberg, you got to watch this. Yes. Basically I am going to choose a different crush.
1: JK Simmons?
0: No. <laughs> not not an unattractive man, I guess, but I don't really have the hots for him. <laughs> I am going to go to the Hot Dads of Babysitter's Club, the Hot Dads of Stony Brook, if you will.
1: I love
0: it. And I am going with Christy's stepdad, Watson, who's played by Mark Feuerstein, Um, who I have always held a candle for him. I've always thought he was hot ever since in her shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I just, I think he's, I'm really, I just think he's hot. And he was, he was also adorable in Babysitter's Club.
1: Yeah, he was great.
0: It was like, he's, so he's Christy's new stepdad. And I felt like they did a really good job of like, she's a huge brat to him. And like, he's really nice. Like, it's, it's always nice when the drama isn't because your mom's marrying a total jerk. Like, he's this really nice guy. (laughs) And I thought he was ador- an adorable dad. And I love that guy.
1: Yeah, he did great. I also love the name Watson. It's a yeah. Stepdad name.
0: Very perfect. Well, it's also funny when he showed up because when I was a kid reading that about when she would describe her stepdad, he seemed like old and bald and like <laughs> had glasses and stuff. And then he showed up and I was like, oh, what? He's like hot?
1: <laughs> but whatever. Well, I think it was a great week, and people have some fun stuff to watch, and I'm kind of jealous that you guys get to watch it over for the first time. Yeah, I agree. I'll be watching um, Palm Springs over and over, I think.
0: I Yeah, I was actually thinking today that it's really rewatchable, and I'm like, it's it's just kind of the kind of movie that I know I'll always be in the mood for. Exactly.
1: All right. Well, we'll uh, see you next week. Hopefully. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.